And I'm Daniel. And we are Two Guys, a Pizza, and a Podcast. And if you love pizza, and you love podcasts, then you're going to love us. What's up, guys? Daniel and Ben here with you. This is episode six. Is this episode six? Is I think seven? it is. Yeah, I think it's episode uh, six. I think it's six. Let's just roll a six, you know? I, I mean, worst case scenario, we're wrong. But uh, <laughs> episode six, if you are following us on Instagram and Facebook, you will know that this is our first virtual podcast that we were doing. Um, I indirectly came into contact with COVID over the weekend. So for Ben's safety and his wife, Lauren, I am in quarantine right now, which is just oodles of fun. Oodles. <laughs> it looks like it's fun. It's it's a great time. It's a blast. So, um, so no symptoms or anything like that yet. So knock on wood, nothing will happen with me and my wife or, or my daughter. But um, we are taking the safety precautions as anybody should who comes into contact with COVID. So we are doing this virtually. So COVID is not stopping the podcast. So it is not standing in our way. We are still bringing a pizza review to you guys. We had some fun Christmas topics. So I'm excited. Ben, I can see you because we're on a Zoom. You guys won't see our Zoom, but I can see you. You're pumped for this. We're going to have a oh, great yeah. show. It's good. Tonight's episode is going to be great. We got a, a pizza. Unfortunately, we had to do a little bit of a different pizza, uh, to say the least. We not did. different, 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 but what we were expecting to say the least, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited. And, and you know, if, if you guys listening in, it is on zoom. So if they hear, hear anything weird, you know, it's just a little bit different for us. We apologize for that, but we'll definitely, definitely um, have to, you know, that's how we have to do it to stay safe. And uh, I'm excited, but I, I know Daniel mentioned Instagram and Facebook, you know, if you haven't already check us out there, um, get subscribed, plugged in and subscribe to our Apple podcast. But yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm ready for this. Yeah, and just like what you said, we were originally going to do Zalat. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Yes, yes. We were going to do Zalat Pizza. We had a lot of comments on that on the uh, support Frisco Restaurants page. A lot of fans out there. It was a lot. So we were excited about that. We were pumped. We had to call an audible. So we went with Marcos, which for our Texas listeners, I think they're probably going to know who Marcos is. It's a little bit of a chain down here. Uh, I'm from up north, so I've never seen it up north. So I don't know if it is a nationwide chain or not, but we would consider it – we'd probably consider it fast food pizza, right? And I don't mean that as like a gas station type. I'm talking like a Pizza Hut, a Papa John's, a Domino's. It's kind of in that genre. Yeah, it's definitely a franchise location. I did actually look it up here, Daniel. It's kind of crazy. This is actually all over the United States. Is it really? Um, yeah, okay. it's all over. It's quite a few locations. I was kind of surprised. Other than the northwest quadrant, it was kind of the only kind of area. But I think I also saw that it was also a whole bunch of locations in Jamaica. So Jamaica, like, wow, like, like forty-nine locations in the Caribbean Jamaica area. So um, I don't know what it is Did about you- Marcos that, that they like, but apparently they love it in the Caribbean Did- area. Did you see any in Nebraska? Here. Uh, yeah, so I'll, I'll be checking that out <laughs> as we uh, kind of continue to review. But yeah, I mean, there looked like there was quite a few. 
can't say much. Um, yeah, so it's like I'm pulling it up right now. Yeah, there might be a couple in Nebraska. Maybe, maybe Omaha, yeah. Lincoln. Yeah, it, it's all in Omaha. Yeah. yeah, see, Norfolk, Nebraska, the pride of the Northeast, we get nothing. We get Pizza Hut, Domino's, and a little gem I like to call Godfathers, which we'll review someday because they opened one down here, ironically, which holds a very special place in my heart. But without further ado, let's get to Marco's. Ben, I want to start with you. What did you think about the Pizza Hut? Sure. So for the guys uh, or the gals who are listening in, if you haven't seen the photo, we did a, it's actually the pepperoni, the, the pepperoni Magnifico. It's a, it's mm. their, their famous pepperoni pizza. Uh, basically they have two styles of pepperoni. They have like an old world and a traditional pepperoni. So that's why some pepperonis are small. Some pepperonis are big on that pizza. I don't know if you noticed that Daniel. Um, oh, and yeah. They do kind of like a garlic Parmesan, like sprinkled across the pizza mm-hmm. and on the crust. Yep. So, uh, and then it was traditional crust. So I, let me first of all say this. I love Marco's pizza. Um, it's my, probably my favorite franchise pizza. I will say though, unfortunately, uh, as much as I love this pizza, this wasn't my all time favorite. I don't know uh, this particular style. I don't know. Oh, what the, it pepper- was. the pepperoni one. Yeah. It, it, so we got a normal traditional crust. And so I enjoyed it. Um, I have a very high standard form, so it almost kind of kind of came short because I don't know. I, I asked my wife Lauren. I said, "Hey, what do you think of the pizza?" And she's like, "I love it, but it seems like I'm having to chew a lot, kind of." And it's not chewy; it's just kind of maybe tough. I don't know how to describe mm. it, but mm. the pepperoni and the cheese were amazing. Um, but I'm I'm a big fan of their their thin crust, which we can talk about here in a second. But I don't know, well, Daniel, oh, gotcha. what's your thoughts on it? Yeah, so I didn't realize that they had two different kinds of pepperoni pizza, but I loved the little pepperonis and the, and the normal size pepperonis on the same, on the same pizza, but a lot like you, right? Like I, I liked the crust, buttery crust, kind of like that. Um, it's like a blend of like hand tossed and pan. Uh, I'm a big thin crust fan as well, but, uh, this was, this is right up there for me. I really liked it. Um, cheese was great. Spot on the Parmesan on it was really good. The sauce had a nice tang. Uh, I mean, this is, you know, we talked about this, it's party pizza, right? You know, you're going to have a big get together. I would say order, so. I, order. I almost think this one would maybe almost have its own, maybe takeout pizza. That's the best way to describe okay, it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree with that. Cause it's, it, it's kind of a heavier pizza, at least in my opinion, at least yeah. if I'm getting the regular crust, that's thick crust. It, I mean, it's, it's a lot of crust. That was my thing. So, um, and I enjoyed it and I would eat a lot of it. And, but I don't know if I would want to buy that for a party because I feel like you wouldn't get as much meat or cheese per slice. You know how? It's a good point. I like like Jimbo's when we reviewed them a couple episodes ago, you could get a lot of pizza, a lot of meat, a lot of cheese, and I think the price point was also phenomenal. For, oh for yeah, Jimbo's. price is amazing for Jimbo's. Yeah, and, and, and Marcos is good. Don't get me wrong. I'm I'm just giving him a hard time because I hold them to such a high high standard. <laughs> We're not, we're not looking to make enemies in the pizza game. No. We're just being honest. No. I, 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 honestly, if anything, I want I want Marcos to come back and talk to me because I, I love their pizza. I, like, I go there all the time. So, um, But their thin crust, um, I wish I would have done that. I think their thin crust is probably more on point for me. That's just my own okay. my own opinion. Um, well, you're a thin crust fan. Yeah. So I've always been a thin crust fan. So a, cr- a cracky, cracky thin crust, that's just that's where it hits me. So this was too well, too thick for me. 
well, we will definitely do some some thin crust then in the very near future. But no, overall, solid okay. pizza. Yes, De- definitely, definitely can't go wrong with it. Uh, highly recommend it. Thought, thought, yeah, can't can't say enough good things about Marcos. And this is and this is ironic, right? The first time I had Marcos was probably four years ago, maybe three years ago, and it must have just been a bad night because it was just not good. I, I remember I told you about this a couple weeks back. I was like, oh, man, mm-hmm. like Marcos. We moved up here to, you know, the Prosper area. Ordered it, I think, within a couple of months that we were here. The little redemption order, right? Yeah. And absolutely loved it. So I was like, okay, everybody has an off night every now and then, even in the pizza game. And uh, and they totally redeemed themselves. So I'm big, big Marcos fan. So thoroughly enjoyed it. Highly recommend it. Yeah. For me – you know, my, it's funny is this is one of the few places that I can remember my first time having their pizza, kind of like you. I had it when I moved into my Fort Worth apartment. I had just graduated college, had my big boy job finally. And my apartment <laughs> had a thing where you could get like a free pizza. They give you like a coupon to a free pizza place. And it was Marcos. And I had never had them before. And I got their pizza and they actually, um, for some reason then i also got their garlic dipping sauce which i know we Mm. didn't try tonight man if you love garlic dipping sauce like that's on point too and so that was like from that moment on every time i ordered pizza at my apartment i was always ordering marcos because it was just just it was just wonderful it beat pizza hut it beat Domino's in my book it just beat everything um that was that was local and franchise there oh nice i'm definitely gonna have to get the garlic butter next time but alas, all, all good things must come to an end. And speaking of which, uh, I don't. Did you get to catch the uh, LSU football game with Alabama uh, the other night? You know, so so it was Taylor, my my wonderful wife. It was her birthday on Saturday, so we went out to eat. This was before <laughs> we were exposed, by the way. So um, we went out to eat for her birthday on Saturday, and uh, went to the Star Frisco. So they had this. They had the big screen up. Did not notice what the score was, but I was getting some alerts on my phone, and uh, it was one of those old, uh, old, old, old woodshed type of games by the sounds of it and by the looks of the final score, um, which I know is a little bit bitter for you. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it was uh, okay. If you, for me, and for everyone who's an LSU fan, if you had any expectations that we were going to walk away beating Alabama, then you were not in your right mind. Cause even I knew like going in, like, well, this is probably not going to end well. Was it bad? Yes. It was a hundred percent. There was just nothing good out of it. I, you know, I don't think we could keep the ball, hold the ball, you know, getting intercepted. There was one call for the first time ever. Um, it was a, we had scored a, a touchdown and I forgot who it was, but the uh, receiver had dropped the ball before he ran in. Oh, no. And uh, so – And they called it back? Well, that was the thing. Everyone, all the announcers, the reviewer – you know, the reviewers on the announcing were all like, yeah, that's going to come back. And then it didn't come back. They reviewed it and it didn't come back. And I was like, I mean, I'm all for fair play, but that's that's definitely not not okay. But in the end, it worked out. I think Alabama was kind of like, yeah, just just let them have it. We'll – We'll get it in the next thirty seconds. We'll we'll kick their butts, and they did, and they obviously did. They they scored the next <laughs> like next two drives. So oh, wow. you know Alabama is a machine again. Oh yeah, I will say I'm very excited to see them play Florida 
Is that next week, right? SEC championship? Is that next week or are we talking two weeks away? I thought it was two weeks away. I'm not quite Is not it quite two sure. weeks? You're probably right, but I, I am excited for that matchup because Florida looks very good. I'm, obviously, you know me. I despise the Gators. I really do. But they have a very good team. I'm so happy Florida State is not playing Florida this year. And that makes me sound like a horrible fan, but I'm glad we didn't have to play Clemson. I'm glad we don't have to play Florida because I do not want to see my arch nemesis put up 80, 90 points on this Florida State team. That's exactly what would happen. Uh, I'm glad your Florida is doing okay. I mean, Florida State. Sorry. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Florida State. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It gets so confusing all the time, you know. Yeah. Whatever. But You know, definitely. a little football nugget, though. I actually read this right before we hopped on tonight. Texas was having some conversations with Urban Meyer, and Urban Meyer turned them down. Really? Not looking hmm. to get back into the coaching game, which is surprising because he usually does this, right? It takes a year off. Sometimes a year and a half, picks a really good job. So for those Texas fans, right? I know we t- we, t- we we had one from our fan a couple weeks back. Um, boy, would, would that have been uh, an earthquake in the college football world as oh, far yeah. as news? Okay. That would have been shattering. And you know, as far as years, uh, this year's been, that would probably have been the most shattering news that we've really had. There hasn't been oh yeah, a, a really much of anything that's been like okay, teams are out, they're not playing, but I haven't. You haven't seen that much feedback on, you know, coaches leaving or anything like that. At least I haven't been seeing as many many things. So everyone's just kind of in this, I don't know, uh, plateau. No one's making any decisions right now. So it's the asterisk here. Just chalk it up. The asterisk here. (laughs) I'm going to keep that going. We'll get that. We'll get that hashtag trend trend follow. Soon. Yeah. We're just going to plaster it all over our Instagram and Facebook page. We're going to get it going. Yeah, we'll get it going. It's only, you know, we're what, three months in, four months in? You know, it's a little yeah. bit behind. That's all right. It's uh, all good. Okay. So I want to move away from something sad. You know, football, LSU sad, <laughs> uh, obviously. And we're in, we are in December. You know, we had Thanksgiving just around the corner just the last couple of weeks ago. We're in December now, which means Christmas is just around the corner. So I don't know about you, but I get pumped up. I get excited. And I just want to, you know, I want to talk about things that make, you excited? Uh, oh yeah, make me excited. So uh, I don't know. Let me let me ask you this: Is there any Christmas movies that you just have to watch this time of year? No brainer, Christmas Story. Every year, was it TNT? TBS plays it like twenty four hours. Yeah, I think TBS did it for a long time, and maybe TNT. I, I don't know if TNT does it, or maybe it's still TBS. But yeah, maybe it TV. is TBS. Yeah, I mean that was a family tradition. You know, I. Every single year. And then you, you always end up watching it kind of in pieces, right? Because you just catch it. You're like, eh. Starts at 1. I watch for 45 minutes. Maybe take a nap. <laughs> go go get some grub. You know, open presents. Whatever whatever you're doing. And then you just kind of catch pieces by pieces. But all-time favorite. All-time favorite Christmas movie. I, I You know, I, I, I hate to say it, but I 100% agree. That was the, fam- the movie that my family watched one because my parents grew up in rural Indiana, and so oh, that's right, yes. So that part of that scenery, the the filming, that's like based, you know that that brings home to them, um, especially my mom. And it's funny, is one of the names of the families uh, was like the Bumpuses families. They're the ones with all the dogs in the movie. Yeah, that, yeah. that come over. So my dad's neighbors were the Bumpuses, I think, or something like that. 
and they had a whole bunch of dogs. And so it was very similar in that regard that he always oh, wow. just thought that he just thought that scene was funny. Or maybe it's maybe actually the bumpus may be our uh my grandmother's maiden name. So hope hope my dad doesn't listen and be like, no, you had it <laughs> wrong. It's family. You know, he freak out. But no, definitely a great movie. Uh I think the other movie for me, and it's this is more recent. So my family didn't watch this as much, but I loved watching um, uh, Jingle All the Way with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, and Sinbad. Yes, yes. You know, going after the Turbo Man doll. And I mean, that was just, I don't know why. I just loved it. It's so quotable to me, the whole movie. And so that's like the other Christmas movie that I used to watch, uh, especially now as I got older. Um, but I don't know. What about you? Is there any uh, movies you kind of changed into or you just you look back on now and you're like, ah, I should have watched this more. Or... You know, I, so Christmas vacation is also a classic. Yep. So, and that, that's on every year. Elf, you know, what's kind of cool is Netflix actually has a special called the, the holiday movies that made us. And they do this whole behind the scenes on elf. That was actually really cool because before then, you know, Will Ferrell was just this, Saturday Night Live star. He wasn't like a leading man per se, but he had also just done old school. So it kind of threw a wrench into how they were going to differentiate his old school character from this elf character. But I absolutely love that movie. It's a feel good movie, right? It's a funny movie. Um, it'll make you want to eat pop tarts with your spaghetti. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so that one, that one is always, you know, on just kind of, throughout the year, but a couple that I would say that are up for debate, right? That are they Christmas movies or not? Ooh, Big okay. one. I think you know where I'm going with this. Die Hard. Is it a Christmas movie? 100% is. It's 100% a Christmas movie. If How do the, all the other ones qualify? Because they're at Christmas time? Is that, I mean, typically that's usually what it is. Because true. Um, let me ask you this. Would you think Gremlins is a Christmas movie because it happens. I mean, if, you're, if you're going to say that Die Hard is, then you have to consider Gremlins a yeah. Christmas movie. I, I absolutely would. And I think they're both Christmas. There's movies that I only watch. Okay. Maybe not Die Hard, but I only watch Gremlins at Christmas time. It'd be really weird to watch it any other time. Um, I feel the same way about Die Hard though. I don't ever watch it any other time throughout the year. Oh, really? See, there we go. So yeah, we're we're going to definitively say that Die Hard, Gremlins, those are two movies. Uh, I don't know. Is there any else that you could say? You know, I know some people say Harry Potter. You know, if you're a Harry Potter fan, you know, there's an element of Christmas to it. So, but I'm like, okay, just because it has one winter scene, you know, in the movie doesn't mean that it's a Christmas movie. But I don't know. Maybe we should, maybe that's what it is. So I'm going to out myself as a nerd here. But I will always, whenever I think about Christmas now, aside from the big things, right? And aside from the traditional movies and aside from the traditions that come along with it, I will always think about Lord of the Rings. Because when I was in high school, the thing to do, right, is you open up gifts, you maybe have a family brunch, family lunch, family dinner. And then we went to the movies, mm -hmm. our family. We would go to the oh, movies, yeah. you know, because the movie theater is always open on Christmas Day. And my sophomore year, Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring came out, Christmas Day. And then my junior year and my senior year in high school. 
So I've always associated Lord of the Rings with Christmas, but I am not about to classify them as Christmas movies. <laughs> That's just no. my own. Yeah. No. I, I think in the same way, because I know Star Wars, Star Wars comes out typically yeah. around Christmas, but I wouldn't classify it as a Christmas movie. It's It's got to be centered around specific date of Christmas and and that and that's it i think that's i think that's the ultimate qualifier for for this but let's let's do this let's do top let's say top five you want to do top five sure top five christmas movies um with a, maybe a most honorable mention like a bonus i don't know i like it i like it okay so so am i going first or are you going first oh i can go first we give you more time to you, prepare or think you got this okay so uh We'll start with one Christmas story. It's a given. Okay. Yep. Um, uh, the other one, I didn't mention it. It's the other movie I, I typically watch a lot, and that is the Santa Claus with Tim Allen. Yep. Okay. With Tim Allen. So only the first one. Do not include the second or third one. Those are, whew, those are rough. Brutal. Brutal. Um, uh, then I would follow it up. I probably say. Hmm. Probably the Home Alone's Home Alone one and two. Oh yes. Okay. Um, are you combining those or are they stacked? No, I, I would say combined. They're both excellent. Like, don't get me wrong. I think I enjoyed Home Alone two more than I did Home Alone one growing up. But now so I, I love. Yep. I love Home Alone one. Like, they're both fantastic. So I don't know they can take number three for all I for all I care. Um, and then Jingle All the Way is in there. And okay. then, five, then five is the, is the hardest one for me because I really like Die Hard. But there's another movie that I really like Christmas-wise and some people are going to make fun of me. And that is The Muppet's Christmas Carol. The Mu- so, okay, okay, yeah. So that was another movie that we watched pretty much every Christmas. We would put it on. Uh, it's a Christmas Carol. It has the Muppets in it. And I would sing the songs. I still sing the songs, unfortunately. I mean, even now, I will sing... <laughs> you know, uh, Kermit's frog songs, whatever. But those, those are probably my top five. And I think most honorable mention would probably go to die hard. That would probably be in there. Um, okay. or yeah, die hard. There's, if I got one more, I would say the Santa, was it the, um, the Christmas Chronicle it's on Netflix. Oh um, yeah. Kurt Russell. Yeah. So definitely, I think that would be my second, but I know I kind of went over, I was like five plus two plus seven, you know, just making it hard to say the least, but definitely I think those would be my top five plus most honorable mentions. So next episode, since we'll be pretty Christmas heavy, we're going to have you sing some, some Muppet songs in for us. Okay. Well, we'll we'll see how that turns out. Okay. What about yourself? What's top five with a couple bonuses? Uh, So Christmas story, definitely number one, Uh, will always be number one, unless something amazing comes by to supplant that. But number one would be that. I would put Elf at my number two. I would do Christmas Vacation number three. I think I'm the same with you. Four, Home Alone one and two. We're just going to kind of combine them. Yeah. Not three, not four. We don't we don't include those Home Alone. No, no, no. I didn't even know there was a four, to be honest, until you just said that. So that's that's unfortunate. That's, but yeah, that's probably a, probably a good thing. And then number five, oh, this is so hard because you know, I want to put Santa Claus in there. But I think I'm going to go a little old school here. I'm going to say Miracle on 34th Street. Oh, 
Okay. Okay. Which yep. which version of Miracle? Because I know there's been like, what quite a few. Uh, <laughs> so the best way I can say it is. The guy playing Santa Claus is the same guy from Jurassic Park. So the same guy who plays John Hammond is the same guy who's playing Santa on Miracle on 34th Street. So I, right. it's probably the mid-90s. Okay, so you're talking about the version with, like, what's her name? The girl who played Matilda? Yes. yes. Okay. Okay, so yeah, the 90s version. Okay. I have actually never seen Miracle on 34th Street, at least. Not that I can remember. So that's something I, I I need to probably watch this year. It'd be my Christmas, on my Christmas uh, movie list, to say the least. I highly recommend it. I definitely recommend it. I liked it. It's, it's a feel-good movie, right? It's a, You'll enjoy it. No. And then, I, you know, my, my honorable mention, then I would have to do Santa Claus. And uh, and then I would throw Die Hard in there, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I think Die Hard definitely is an honorable mention. Yeah. It's, a, it's a Christmas movie. It's a Christmas movie. So we, we ended the debate. Yeah. No, no, for sure. That That makes total sense. Okay. So we got Christmas movies out of the way. Let's talk Christmas songs. This should be a little bit harder. So what is some songs, you know, when you go to Christmas, you know, you like you love oh to sing, you love to listen to. Is there anything in particular? Well, first things first, I love to sing. Nobody loves to hear me sing. So <laughs> it's uh, so, it's pretty bad. So we're going to make him sing. So I'll do the, Chris, <laughs> the Muppets Christmas Carol songs and then he'll sing some some Christmas music. So basically, if you ever see me out caroling, I'm going to be the gentleman lip syncing in the back row. <laughs> uh, okay, so let's see. Easy ones to go to. There's there's what? There's Deck the Halls. Mm-hmm. There's Silent Night. <laughs> I think a good one is, isn't, isn't Grandma Got Ran Over by a Reindeer? Yeah, no, definitely. We, I, we have that one in there. I remember having as a, as a kid having like a toy reindeer that you would press its paw and it would sing that song. It would say, "Grandma got run over by a reindeer." And yeah. I, I remember my grandma was living with us at the time, and I played that thing over and over and over again. Every time she walked into the room, I just play that song, and she just be like, she just give me this look of like, "Really, really? <laughs> again, yeah. again, again? You really want to do this?" So, um, okay, no, what, I would. Agree what is? What's the controversial song again? And I, I, hey, I don't mean to bring up any on those lines, but what, what is the song? Is, is it Baby It's Cold Outside? So I think that was controversial in the last couple of years. Yeah, especially with the Me Too and the canceled yeah. movement. Um, but it's funny is uh, the other day I was watching, it may have been last year, not today, not, not recently. They were talking about this on the Today Show about the lyric design. And the whole point is, uh, that the girl wants wants to stay back, wants to be with the guy. You know, she's not. She's just trying to throw out excuses because she has to like potentially throw it off. It was really interesting how they were talking about it. But I mean, obviously, if you're just listening and you're just taking it just from the figurative word standpoint, you almost feel like the guy is kind of being a, a, oppressive. A best way to describe mm, it. Yeah. Um, yep. Um, but the the Hoover the lyric. Like, I don't know, the, the, whoever they had brought in is the guest stars, which I'm like, how do you get that job of like, yeah, I'm the person who describes how <laughs> lyrics work. In, interpreting yeah. lyrics, yeah. Yeah. She's like, uh, no, that's not at all. So, mm-hmm. no. So, yeah, uh, that song. But um, that's a classic oh, Christmas song. Oh, it absolutely is. Um, and I think for me, like, the Carol of the Bells, I know you don't really okay. sing yeah. that. Yeah. But hearing that um, is definitely one of my favorites. Uh, and then anything – 
and I think I think uh, your wife said the same thing, or maybe it's a friend's wife. Uh, Trans Siberian Orchestra, anything oh, they play, yes. I love. It's just good Christmas. I don't know why it gets me in the Christmas spirit. Not to mention all the songs you mentioned; they're, they're all good. Um, but definitely those those songs, and then I think probably either Mary Did You Know, which is kind of Ooh, on the light yeah, side good for one. me. Good one. Um, or Go yep. Tuttle, Go Tuttle on the Mountain. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Uh, you know what's funny is anything by Trans Siberian is great from like a Christmas perspective, right? Just the music element. Mm-hmm. And then pretty much any Christmas song that is sung by Michael Bublé. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, I mean, could, he, he could probably sing a non-Christmas song and I probably think it's a Christmas song. But uh, exactly, right? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, he, he was like made for Christmas music. Um, but yeah, anytime you hear him on the radio, I mean, he sings everything. So, I mean, you think of a Christmas song, Slap him on there. It's going to be great. So any song that you think of Christmas-wise, sung by Michael Bublé, is going to be fantastic. Now, something that was interesting pointed out the other day to me, I was listening to some XM radio, and they had Brandon Heath, which is, if you, for those that don't know, he's a, a Christian artist. Um, actually, I don't think it was Brandon Heath. I think it was, um, oh, I can't figure his, remember his name. Hopefully, I'll remember later. But he was a Christian artist, and he made mention that he was going to be writing some music. He wanted to write some Christmas songs. And he said, it's one of the hardest things to do because if you really think about all these Christmas songs that we listen to are compiled over the last hundred years. Like these are the greatest hits mm-hmm. of the hundred years. So they have such a high standard. And so he ended up writing a song. I think it was Thanksgiving and I can't think of it now who the artist is. So he actually wrote a Thanksgiving song um, because no one had ever done that before. And it's actually made like top charts during Thanksgiving. Oh, wow. And for Christmas, and I can't think of his name, and it's going to bug me. So I feel bad because I'll we'll have to track that down. Yeah. So, but definitely, I think I think that's interesting to think about. All the music you hear is, you know, the last greatest hits of the last hundred years, and so you know, that's made it this far, and we just listen to and, and sing every year. Mm-hmm. Crazy, 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 crazy. Okay, we did movies. We did music. What's another Christmas thing that you can think of? I mean, we got we got to cover gifts, don't we? Oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely. We got to cover gifts. So, so what is? Let's do this, okay? Now, I have a list for all of you out there who are last-second shoppers, or you can even say you're you're planners. My wife did a little hunting today. I think it's on like goodhousekeeping.com is the top 21 gifts or the most popular Christmas gifts that you can buy your friends and family in 2020. And it's quite the list and, and all of them actually are pretty practical. So you, you want, you want to take a swing at what do you think number one would be Ben? Just, just number one most popular gift to get a friend or family member this year. Okay. Is it, does it, can I at least ask, is it directly related to 2020 specifically? No, I wouldn't say so. No. Okay. 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 I just want to make sure. Um, blankets. <laughs> you know what? That's actually a pretty good guess. Um, I don't even know if blankets are on the list. There's something related to blankets on the list that we'll get here in just a second. But 
The number one gift to get a family or fr- family member or friend is a three-in-one charging stand. Okay. I can so you see got that. your Apple phone, you got your watch, and you got your AirPods all charging on one station. Yeah. So hopefully your, your family member is definitely an Apple fan because if they're not, then they're... <laughs> yeah. Then, there then, you then, go. Then you're kind of... Yeah, you're, you're kind of host at that point. But um, number two, this one was very surprising, a moon lamp. Okay. So if you're, if you're into astronomy, there you go. Uh, number three, warming slippers. So that's kind of in the, in the blanket family a little bit, right? They both keep you warm. That makes sense. I mean, yeah, I'll take that. Yeah. Um, number four was create your own real viewer. So if you remember when you were a kid, you had a little real viewer to see different pictures. Oh yeah, no, that makes sense. You know, that would actually be something really cool to have because I know kids nowadays don't, I mean, that's not, I mean, they have their iPhones now and things of that nature. So that was basically, I mean, that was it. Like that was the closest thing to having a handheld TV at a time, at least at our age without having a handheld TV because those are expensive. Closest thing to 3D. <laughs> um, number five is the Shiatsu back and neck massager, which anybody can benefit from. Uh, six is Elf, the snowball showdown card game. Seven, this is good. This is really good, especially for people out in San Francisco. The portable reusable drinking straw. <laughs> I think it's a little I'm mean. Sorry. That's, a, that's a little mean there. I'm sorry, California, but I had to make fun of you a little bit. Um, eight is the Urban Map Glass. So they have like Chicago, Los Angeles, New York City. I'm sure they have a bunch of other cities in there. Boston, Atlanta. Hopefully uh, there's Dallas. Nine. Oh, I'm sure Dallas. Dallas has to be in there, right? I mean, I'll be really I'm sure they are. Wasn't. Yeah. I would too. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're a major metroplex. Um, number nine, a New York Times custom birthday book. Okay. Uh, 10, a sleep aid device. Uh, 11, create your own comic book. 12, a custom Morse code necklace. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know someone's making boohoo bucks over that, and that's probably the one of the easiest things. The, you the know, most. these are the lists that I read, and I just think to myself, like, why can't I have created that? You know, so I can quit my day job and focus on that. Um, there you go. That's all uh, we'll do. We'll just quit our day job. Let's just make, you know, those people who make those lists actually get paid. Like sometimes it's like $10 a list. Yeah. So, so we it's just need to make a whole bunch of lists. It doesn't mean anything. We'll just say. I, I can spend eight hours a day creating yeah. lists. No problem. You know, um, number 13, 100 movies, bucket list poster. So for people who have a lot of movies on their bucket list. Okay. Uh, so I've seen that before. I, just, I think it's the one you're talking about. And it, if it's not, hopefully it's the one. So it has 100 movies and then you can scratch off. So it has like the movie icon mm-hmm. and you yep. scratch it off with like a coin as that kind of revealing, I don't know, shrap, not shrapnel, but like lead remover kind of paint, yep. and, you know, scrape it off. And it's really cool because that way when you go through the movie list, you can you can see what movies that you've missed or done or whatever, but definitely a cool guy. I think that's actually probably my favorite one on there so far. 
Yeah, no, that's really cool. It is really, really cool. Um, and again, you know, it's, and it's relatively cheap. So it's, it's not like a very expensive gift. Um, number 14, paint by Sticker Kids, Unicorns and Magic. So, you know, people have kids. There you go. Or just I'll, you. Say I'll this, just get it for you. I'll just get it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'll, I'll use it. Why not? Right. Um, this one right here is my favorite. Number 15 is the recipe cutting board. So if you like to be in the kitchen and you like to cook and, and you have a favorite recipe or two, because you can do the front door back, uh, and you can have the recipe on the cutting board. So I think that was pretty cool. Uh, 16, a scented steak candle. So they have Texas, which is displayed nicely on the picture here. Uh, 17, a lightweight medium crossbody bag with a tassel red. <laughs> um, so hang on, hang on. For that Texas, what do you think would yep. smell like? What do you think is the smell? You think it's barbecue? You think it's like wood, like oak, post oak wood? Or do you think it's like cow manure? You know, because I mean, Texas has a lot of... <laughs> Well, this, it actually says here, it actually, okay, so the example it gives for Texas, it says, has some of leather, pine, and citrus. Leather, okay. I could see, I could see maybe pine, but let me tell you, if they, if they made this candle smell like barbecue brisket, I would never leave my house. Yeah, no kidding. Well, I, I get there, I'm right there <laughs> with you. The leather and the pine, I can definitely see, I mean, I grew up in piney woods, essentially, the pine yeah. Citrus. Mm -hmm. That's kind of interesting. I, I never. I didn't yeah, I thought that was Texas. a little random. Okay. We're not Florida. Flor we Florida, yes. Yeah. yeah. All right. Sorry. Okay. So we're on what, 19 now? Was it 19? We're on 18? 18. Okay. So it's a uh, hop sulator insulated can cooler. Okay. So if anybody likes their cans to be cold, um, 19, a gold getter notebook. People have set right. goals. And number 20 is. The sheet mask subscription box. What is that? <laughs> it says at the start of every month, she'll refresh her self-care stash with four Korean sheet masks. Each mask has a different purpose, ranging from brightening to anti-aging, so she can check off all the boxes. I would say, men, be very weary if you plan on buying that for your wife. <laughs> I was almost just going to say as a challenge, maybe we should, uh, Daniel, let's forego getting any other presents and we only buy off this 20 present, uh, 20 item list. And so for this Christmas, you can't buy anything else for, for Taylor unless it's on this list. I think that's what we should do. That's Ooh, what we do. Wow. And see how much trouble we both get in. Like I'll buy. Are we talking money. about just one gift or just like the remaining gifts? I, I'm just saying, yeah, remaining gifts. So if okay. you haven't bought anything, you're buying everything off this list. And good luck to see how that goes for you. Okay, well, there actually is 21. So, the number oh, 21. 21. Yep, the number 21. And I actually think this would be right up Taylor's alley. It's the Friends Official Advent Calendar. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know, anybody who's a Friends fan, there you go, right there. There, there it is, right there. That's crazy. That That is awesome. Okay. So Pretty we have this list, though. It is. There's a couple of things that surprised me. A couple of things I would definitely check out, to say the least. Daniel, let me ask you this. Have you ever had a really, really bad gift? You know, I had a feeling What's you might be asking me this. So let me ask this, just so we're on the same playing field here. Does socks and underwear count? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, 
I, I understand where you're coming from. As, as a kid, I hated clothes. Now yeah. I would say it's probably one of my favorite gifts, but yeah, let's, let's throw those out. Let's say right. your worst unique gift. And then maybe oh, you say your, your, your best unique gift. Well, let me preface it this way. I'm always thankful for gifts, right? Always thankful for gifts. Um, sure, I sure, am sure. more of, I'm more of a giver, not a uh, receiver per se. So I will say that my worst gift I think I ever got was a pack of pencils. this was i think i was maybe eighth grade seventh eighth grade not sharpened i think it was like five pencils i don't even remember what they were they weren't like your regular number two well they were number two pencils but they had some kind of design on them and i just remember getting those being like okay uh thanks i'll do a lot of drawing with this uh that i just and you know what hey if that's the worst gift i've ever gotten i've gotten some pretty good gifts so (laughs) that would be the worst. I mean, hey, Christmas story lovers out there, I could have gotten a uh, a banana or a, a rabbit, pink but a rabbit outfit. So I have never gotten one of those. But um, yeah, I would say was, a pack of pencils. Very was there random. any reason for the pencils? I mean, was it just kind of like, you know, no. hey, okay, and was it no, from like just just very random? Was it from family? Can I at least ask that? It was. Yes, it was from family. It was from my grandmother. Okay. Uh, so way out there. Yes, pack of pencils. Hopefully, hopefully she made it up in the, the later years or before years or she did. She definitely did. She definitely did. My grandma was amazing. I, I say was uh, in past tense. She was, she was awesome. But um, yes, uh, she, she, she made up for it. And then some, but it's just a very random gift. I, I wonder yeah. if it was like the last, last, last second. And she's like, I'm just going to get these pencils. You know, who, who doesn't like pencils? Yeah. Um, hey, they still have a purpose. The, they do. They definitely do. But on the flip side, my best gift. I think you're going to appreciate this, Ben, because you and I are both gamers. Okay. My best gift, and my brother would actually echo this too, is when my parents got us a Nintendo 64. Ooh, yes. Yay. Oh, yeah. yes. And we were up all night. I think it came with like Wave Runner, of course, okay. Super Mario. And there might have been a third game in there, but we played wave runner and mario all night i mean i'm talking all night that was oh, like I, the best gift i totally understand i totally get it. i mean that's exactly what i would do man yeah so wait, wait, so if, was it, if, if taylor gets oh, go ahead i was gonna say so was that totally shocking to you i mean like was it even on the radar or is that oh yeah even, okay wasn't even on the radar we were not expecting that whatsoever and uh, that was that was such a surprise, right? Now, now we always opened our our Christmas presents on Christmas Eve. I know a lot of families do Christmas Day. We always did Christmas Eve, and then Christmas morning, my parents usually have like another little gift bag by our bed, um, or Santa's gifts that Santa came with uh, while we all were asleep, right? Um, so yeah, we got a Christmas Eve night and we played all night. It was it was amazing. Mm. It was not expected. It was it was an awesome gift. Hmm. Uh, that's pretty cool. Okay. You were saying something about Taylor. If Taylor yeah. got you. So if Taylor gets me a PlayStation 5, uh, I I would be totally fine with that. You know, I'd so, be totally okay with that. Hopefully Taylor's in the other room just listening right now. And <laughs> she's like, all right, we'll add that to the list. So no, that's that's not that's that's the N64. That definitely I remember that as a kid and just 
that would totally well me. I remember when I got mine. And so, yeah, so that sounds What awesome. What about for you though? What, what, what's the worst gift and the Ooh. best gift? So I, I have two gifts that I, they're basically tied for worst. Um, and I want to preference this. So this was when I got these gifts, I just went off to college. So this was my first time coming back from college. And so I was very much still used to, you know, kind of kids gifts, you know, where like Christmas, you got really good gifts, like whatever, at least that's how I was kind of had been given. And my parents decided to get me more useful gifts to say the least. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so those two gifts, one year, one year it was a car jack um like a jack for your car so like to raise your car up and down except oh, it was, wow it was too big for my car so we actually had to exchange it <laughs> and get another car jack which you know when that's like your because like i don't know about you but like every christmas you kind of have like you have those small gifts and then you have your big gift like your gift that yes gonna, and that was my big gift and i was just like i got a car jack like awesome i will totally <laughs> use this all the time you know i love my parents they didn't do me anything wrong and then the next year i got same thing i was hoping the first year was just kind of like an off year an asterisk year for christmas uh but the next year they got me once again my big gift was a a dolly a moving dolly <laughs> and that was it like that was that was my gift and Wait, i was how old were you I was probably 19. Okay. So 18. So I think 19 on this Christmas, either 19 I or 20. Like, I feel like those were like subtle hints of, okay, Ben, it's time for you to move out. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I mean, that's what I only could think of, which I was like, I'm already moved out. Like I'm at college. And of course then I'm like, well, what am I going to do with a dolly? So I literally had a dolly in my dorm room. Yeah, that was. But... Wait, do you still have the car jack and the dolly today? Okay. So the car jack, I do not, I don't even know, whatever. The dolly, I do have. And in fact, that dolly okay. has probably been the, one of the most useful things. Um, every time I move, every time I help someone else move, I mean, you've seen it. It's my green dolly. Oh, yeah. That's um, an awesome can, dolly. And it can transform so it can like kind of lay sideways and like become a cart. So as an adult, it's probably become one of the most useful gifts. And I, I look back now on it and I'm like, oh, it's a pretty good gift. Like, it was just weird when, you know, you're 19 and you're like still expecting like <laughs> yeah. video games, movies, not a dolly. Like that's just not on the list. So you see so, the box and you're like, what is in this box? This is a huge box. Oh, it, yeah. It was so tall. I thought first that they bought me a guitar and I'm like, I don't even know how to play, but I'll learn. Like, that's awesome. Nope. The dolly. Totally, totally <laughs> sidetracked. My dad's face when I opened it, because he was like, he knew, like he just knew. He's like, you know, your mom just really wanted you to have a dolly. And I was just like, thanks. Like, I don't, I don't know what else to say in that moment. So, but definitely good times. Um, but let me flip it. Let me, I mean, my parents always loved me. They did, they really did take care of me well. And so uh, the best gift I ever got, uh, it's kind of like you, uh, was a Xbox 360. Um, for those that don't know, Xbox 360 a couple years ago, long time. It was it just it just came out, and my parents actually went with me because I've been trying to find one, and I found out that Best Buy was going to get some in. 
before Christmas, which you had to do like wait overnight. Like, okay. Yeah. First in lines. I remember those days. Yep. And so I went to Best Buy. And so that was a big deal for me. Cause like it, Best Buy was an hour away. I couldn't drive yet really. And my dad sat in line with me. We camped out. Um, I unfortunately had done an all nighter the night before with some friends. So my mom arrived with my baby brother at the time. And she saw that I was like exhausted. Like I was sleep- trying to just sleep in my chair, but I couldn't. And so my mom switched spots with me and they got me a hotel room and they stayed in line Whoa. all night wow. for the Xbox 360. Now they say that's like one of their favorite experiences. You know, it was something different. There was camaraderie in the line. You know, they hung out, you know, they saw things go down. Like one guy tried to sell a spot and the police come after him. It was like <laughs> all this fun stuff. And then they got an Xbox 360, which was awesome. And so, so it was what one a of cool guess, gift. Oh yeah. So I, I, they had worked for it, you know, and it just it just made it extra special because I knew like, you know, I knew it was coming, but I knew that they had just they had gone all out, and it was it was so appreciative um, to them. And so, well, I think I think not even not even just the Xbox, but the the whole experience, the hotel. Oh, yeah. Now, no, now hold on though was your baby brother was he in the hotel with you or did they keep him no with them? so so he couldn't be so he was he was pretty young i mean he's maybe maybe two or three oh, okay um, okay and i and i was like i was 15 i maybe was 16 i don't think i, I don't think i could drive yet so but in, in the way the situation was set up like the hotel um the best buy it was outside so like and it was raining. So it had been raining all day. And so it was cold. It was miserable. So there was no way that my brother was going to be able to stay outside. That was the reason they didn't want me staying outside. And so they, my mom drove me over to, or I drove over there with her. I remember having my permit. I did have that and driving over there because I got pulled over at the hotel. <laughs> I was like, are you kidding me? And it turned out to be one of um, my mom's police friends who pulled me over. Okay. And he okay. did it on purpose, but I was so exhausted because I had an all nighter and I was just like, I just want to go to bed. I just want to go to sleep. And it was crazy. And at that time I didn't know if I was going to get an Xbox 360 yet or not. Cause I was like, you know, they said they only have so many and it's just whatever happens, whatever happens. So that's a yeah. great memory. No, that's an it, awesome it, gift. Awesome memory. I will, I will cherish that memory um, and that exhaustion for life. So, but yeah, so definitely, <laughs> definitely had lots of good gifts. Um, and I've you know, always had, you know, parents have always treated me well and done well. So, but you know, when I think of Christmas, I think there's one gift we have to absolutely mention. It's, mm-hmm. it's kind of a, uh, it's a miracle to say the least. Yep. Um, and that is the, the birth of Christ, uh, I mean, to, to a Virgin Mary. Um, uh, and I know for you and me, like that's, that's like, as Christian men, like, we, we know that we, we see that and we believe in that. I mean, that's just a big part of it. And um, this past Sunday, uh, what kind of brought this on, right when I'm mentioning is like, we talked about the different miracles in Jesus' life. And that was obviously, uh, that was one miracle was him being born to the Virgin Mary. Like that's something impressive, but I don't know um, if you got the look over, but there, I remember they mentioned like there were seven miracles that we get to see Jesus perform throughout his lifetime mm-hmm. or it happened with Jesus. And so I didn't know if there was any other miracle that you kind of that you kind of like or you don't like. I mean, I don't like. Yeah. You like. 
Well, it, it is it is hard to pin down a favorite, but I think the the, the two that probably stick out the most to me is the the healing of the off the the official son, right? So, and and obviously in the Gospels, the you know, the story is is told, but. It's kind of, you know, the, the official comes to Jesus asking, hey, will you heal my sick son and so forth? And uh, basically humbling himself before Christ mm-hmm. and Jesus without even meeting the son, you know, just is like, hey, your, your faith is rewarded. I'm, fa- I'm paraphrasing, of course. So without even touching, right? You know, we don't know the distance or how, how many miles separated. Maybe it wasn't even miles. Maybe it was yards. I don't know. But and the, the official son is, is healed. So that one has always kind of stuck out to me because it's just a real testament of faith, right? I think, especially in 2020, that, that rings so true is, you know, just believing that he actually has the power to heal uh, when we ask is, is such a huge element of faith in, in our prayer lives. And, and the second one is, you know, raising Lazarus from the dead, right? Yeah. I mean, that's, oh, yeah. that's just like such a famous story but it it almost kind of captures you know his ultimate purpose for coming to earth and that was to defeat death right and to be the giver of life so um and lazarus was one of his friends right like jesus wept when he died and um he raises him from the dead and i think i I, I, could you just imagine that right if you were lazarus friend or family member i mean that would be insane uh and his sisters again were freaking out about it like you're too late and he's just like no no, I'm not. <laughs> uh, so those those two stick out to me, aside from Christmas, of course. And of course, there's so many miracles, but those two really do uh, stick out the most to me. Sure. No, that, that makes the most total sense. And you know, I'm right there with you. I mean, each of the miracles has a very special place in, in, in our hearts and just reading through. And I think for me, the one that's always just kind of kind of just been fascinating and the one that... I, I wish I could observe. I, I wish I could observe it from a high level, and that's Jesus feeding the five thousand. Mm-hmm. Just because it, for me, I'm not to say that the rest isn't, you know, possible because that's not. It's not their miracles, but that one, especially my my scientific thinking mind is like, you know, there had to be duplication somewhere. There had to be multiplication of, of fish and bread. And that wasn't there to begin with. You know, there was stuff that was becoming out of nothingness. We made more, you know? Mm, And so for me, that's, that's always been the one I wish I could just, I could just wish I could just follow, like have a camera. I just follow the basket or baskets (laughs) and just be like, okay, how are they doing this? How are they pulling this off? Cause you know, that one truly should be um, not to say that any of them, but be the miracle to see and for me. And so, you know, if he, you know, our, our pastor Connor talked about specifically, at least for the 5,001, like that's Jesus uh, meeting our physical needs, uh, but coming for our spiritual one. That was kind of his, mm-hmm. his kind of takeaway mm-hmm. with that. And so, you know, he met us there to take care of our physical needs and then um, was ultimately trying to come to our spiritual need. And so, you know, when I think about Christmas, I obviously I can't, can't not think about, you know, Jesus coming down as a baby. And I, I know next week we're going to talk about maybe Christmas traditions. And mm-hmm. so I kind of have a follow-up of like what we do and one thing that kind of relates to this, but I'll save that for next week to say the least. But, 
you know, I don't want to forget that, you know, that is the ultimate Christmas gift. And, you know, the greatest miracle of all time is, is having Jesus come down as a baby boy and, you know, eventually dying on the cross for us, for our sins. And so um, very excited, very happy for this Christmas. I think it's uh, one that we are, you know, glad to finally get to after a year of 2020, oh, yeah. to say the least. Um, felt like it would never get here. Oh, absolutely. Never, never felt like we would ever, ever, ever make it. Um, but definitely excited. Um, I do want to say, uh, I know for our next episode, episode seven, we kind of wrap mm-hmm. up here. We're going to want to talk about, we're going to do kind of a little pizza thing for the next one. Not that we don't do a pizza thing, but we're going to do uh, a kind of a pizza eating contest or a pizza blind taste tasting. That's what it is. Yeah. I was actually trying to think about it. I was like, what do we call this? And I was like, would we call it pizza roulette? But that doesn't make any sense. So we'll scratch that. But no, I'm super excited for this one because I remember when we started this, we were like, we have to do a pizza chain taste test to test our pizza palates. Yes. And eventually we'll have to do a frozen pizza taste test. We'll get to that eventually. But so what next week or excuse me, two weeks, we're going to have Pizza Hut, Domino's, Little Caesars, and Papa John's, because those are probably the most four famous mainstream chain pizza restaurants. And we will also have our first guests, which will be our lovely wives. Yes. So we'll have Taylor and Lauren, and you and I will be blindfolded, and we will taste whatever slice they give us, and we will predict who uh which one it is and see who gets the most right so maybe we create this into a little bit of a poll and we'll put it on the page to see which one what our audience thinks who who will get the most answers correct between you and me yeah no definitely we definitely need to do something like that i almost uh you know i hope that we can get all four i mean it should be to my mind it should be pretty simple. I know we're going to try to kind of do like a filming of it. I don't know if we'll do Facebook live or if we'll film it and then post it. Um, mm-hmm. And then we'll also post the audio from that as well. Um, I don't know if we'll mix and match a little bit, like some we'll do a video and then we'll do audio, but definitely want to have us blindfolded and our wives are going to give us this pizza. I, you know, I'm kind of, I'm pumped to see how, how it turns out, but I don't know. I, you know, if I get this wrong, does that mean we have to step down from our <laughs> podcast? Like, are we no longer pizza kings? Yeah, because I, I I feel like those pizzas are the easiest pizzas. That this like, I don't know. Like, I just don't feel like those should be that hard to, to figure out. I feel yeah. I feel the same way. I definitely feel the same way. Yeah, but they are they are they are pizzas I don't have very often. Yeah. So it's, that might. It'll, it'll have to jog the memory a little bit. It's it's definitely been a while since we started this podcast. I've basically uh, put out no pizza anywhere else. So like, I don't go get pizza anywhere else. I don't do any other pizza except for a Same podcast here. pizza. Because I'm like, I don't want to be burned down on pizza. And so I haven't had those pizzas in such a long time now that I'm like, I don't even know. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I don't know if I'll know exactly what's what. But I think we will <laughs> do is we will try to keep it fair. We'll have at least maybe like there'll be all pepperoni kind of all yeah, the yeah. same. We'll do like all pepperoni. Yeah. Yeah. Like hand toss crust, you know, nothing, you know, we won't try to make it super easy on us or anything like that. Um, but we'll figure that out here in the next couple of weeks. 
I did also want to say uh, we wanted to congratulate Angie again. Uh, for those that were watching our Facebook podcast, or sorry, Facebook page and our Instagram page, we actually had a little contest going and for a pizza ornament decoration. And so Angie won that contest and we've got shipped off to her. So once again, congratulations, Angie. I know she said that she's going to try to take a photo when she gets it. And hopefully we'll get it posted up here on our Facebook page in a little bit. She'll put it on her tree. So definitely excited for that. Um, otherwise, make sure to subscribe to our podcast on Apple or check out our page on Facebook and feel free to check out our website, which is um, just our name. It's going to be two guys, a pizza and a podcast.com. Um, or feel free to send us an email at gmail.com. It's the same, same thing. So Daniel, anything else for Christmas? Any Christmas wishes? What about you? Is there one gift you could wish you could get right now? Oh, wow. That's tough. Um, I put you on the spot there. He did not expect. Yeah, that I definitely did not expect that. Um, oh, what would it, oh boy. Gosh, I really don't know. Uh, you really put me on the spot here. Okay, what, what would I what would I really want for Christmas? Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go the cheesy route here. Um, I think I think just just COVID to be over. <laughs> that's okay, not, that's, not to, that's not up to me or anything else. But I mean, it, it'd be it'd be nice to kind of get over this, right? Uh, for, okay. for everybody, not just for me, but for absolutely everybody. You went for the miscongeniality miscongeni- answer. World peace, you know, COVID yeah. free. That's what you went for. I was thinking you totally like, put me on the spot. I was thinking like PS5, you know, pair of boots. I don't know, whatever. But okay, fair enough. Okay. I mean, totally hey, I'm, all, I'm always game for a new pair of shoes. I, I have a little bit of a shoe fetish. So, uh, well, hey, right back at you though, Ben. You're not off the hook here. What, what What's it going to be for you? Uh. You know, honestly, I okay. I'm gonna be kind of the same. I just want to be able to spend time with my family and not worry about anything, to say the least. Um, Isn't that the interesting thing about getting older? Just right there, right? Like our answers probably ten years ago, so much different than what they are today. Xbox 360, like that PS5, like that would have been oh a yeah to answer, which it still is. Don't get me wrong in some ways, but <laughs> yeah. I would love to be able to just spend time with family and travel to like Colorado and go sit in the snow and in a cabin yeah. with all my family, but I can't do that. So, right. So, I mean, hey, I'm always game for a pool too. So, I mean, if somebody wants to donate that in my backyard, I'm, I'm, we're accepting free will donations for that. Yeah. So, or maybe we'll make a, a podcast episode of me and Daniel trying to build a pool in his backyard. That would be in in the winter on top of it. That'd be the best part. So, oh goodness, yeah. that'd be must see TV right there right. for sure. Well, guys, thank you again for joining us. Another episode. Hopefully, it wasn't too long. Um, We'll catch you guys on the next couple of weeks. We'll and hope you guys are having a great rest of your year. Thank you, everybody.